Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Ballantine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40k's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan Laplotte as Inquisitor Lucius Ballantine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamster as Eli Sharp, and Del Borvik as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that Inquisitor Valentine and Atticus stormed the Chlorand Wing and have been united with Eli and Morgan. After Toby the Grapplehawk cleared their exit of a drill-wielding madman, it appears the Inquisitorial Band are about to escape the redacted ambush. But can their luck hold up long enough to get clear of the Civil War Zone? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From a tattered frame stepped on by Atticus Viss. You know, a lot of people say we're crazy for opening a bike shop, you know, so far from Hearthold, but to them I say, if the people can't move, the people can't learn. And if the people can't learn, this will always be a hive of scum and villainy. Together, we'll make something better. Maddie Matt's Bike Shop, opening day. Uh, Atticus, you hear something crunch under your foot. It's a real pain in the ass because uh, you're all trying to move quietly. But you know, there's there's enough stuff underfoot uh, down here that uh, it's kind of it's it's almost harder not to step in things. Also, it's dark. Um, you're either stepping on loud things or squishy things, um, having uh, just. Uh, Absolutely shredded uh, the uh, eponymous Maddie Matt, uh, owner of of the bike shop, um, who oh. uh, uh, you don't know any of this. This is just context that will never come up because you didn't interrogate him. He got killed by a drill. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, you're stepping in all over. Uh, he is now uh, literally and figuratively a mat. Uh, of of gore, uh, but also his possessions and stuff are all broken down here because everything blew up due to uh, a demonic robot bird. So, you know, we're all having a time. We're all having a time down here. Um, you've made your way into the basement of Maddie Matt's bike shop. Um, the, uh, the space is, again, caked with gore. Uh, it's fairly industrial down here now. Um, clearly, they've been working down here for a while. Uh, Valentine, I think you're probably the only one. Does it, no one else has a, a way of seeing in a perfectly dark space, right? Yes. I can hold my breath. I mean, you might want to. Uh, a man, a man burst not that long ago down here. Um, Morgan, you can see in the dark. Yes. So Morgan has contact lenses that I can see in the dark, and also Toby has dark vision and can see perfectly in the dark. So amazing. It's the double feed. Nice. Cool. Um, so Valentine and Morgan, you both get the clearest uh, vision of what's going on down here. Um, Clearly, this is an operation that's been been down here for for a while. Uh, this wasn't a, a you know a last minute ditch effort. This was clearly, uh, which makes sense given you know how deep the the drill had to bore through the wall uh, to get through. Um, but yeah, looking around, this looks like a, an operation that's, that's been underway for some time. And honestly, Morgan, um, you're a little irked to notice that 
they basically you get the sense that this was always going to be their bolt hole, bolt hole and all they had to do was just like pierce the last inch of wall to give them mm-hmm. a clearance so you've honestly been going back and forth and like you notice there were some weird cracks in the wall but it, you just assumed it was like a shoddy foundation it's just a fucking frustrating thing mm-hmm. to know that these these clowns had like always been ready to burst into your bar um yeah i think it's a it's a frustration but it's also like i knew i felt many vibrations i just assumed it was shitty city and honestly sometimes it was (laughs) to to be honest having uh overheard what you're saying you're still right uh this is not the best city uh, we do need to get out of here. And he's like steering Atticus away from walking into spiky things and cost car at the same time, just like, because Valentine could fucking see. And he's like, first of all, uh, Morgan, you're tremendously talented. Love the bird. I was originally just here for information. I very much want to hire you for other reasons now, but we need to get back to the Inquisitorial Stronghold to get all of us out of this war zone. Yes. Do you know a way of effective transport that would be faster than walking? <laughs> There is no effective or safe transport down here. So, unless you have another way, I just sneak around. Most we do not leave this place, but now obviously the bar is nothing, probably. Eli, uh, you step on something um, that makes a, 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 an obnoxiously loud ringing noise. Uh, what in the name of the golden... Th- and what, it, what do I see? Uh, you seem to have stepped on a, a pair of handlebars and a bell. I, I bend down. I, I pick up. I, is it a full bike? No, no, no. You're in the basement. The good stuff's upstairs. It's just shitty well, parts down here. I hold it up. I'm like, well, if we look around. Maybe there's one of these pieces of shit left. You, oh, he's you're there. joking, Eli. You're joking. It's, it's part of a... Is there a is there a forty k term for bicycle? It's a it's a cycle Are you asking me? <laughs> I I don't no, I don't Laura's know what they asked, call Laura's asking I, the group. I don't know what they call this year's model. I I can't help you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, again, it from from my understanding of the Eisenhorn books, um, which are really the only place other than codexes that I learned my forty k shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there would absolutely be bikes on various planets. Uh, there's obviously motorcycles, like those exist everywhere. But if you think about all of the planets that don't have access to great technology, like mm-hmm. absolutely there are, there are bicycles kicking around. Also, like uh, Eli and Morgan, um, th- this place has been like, it's been behind, it's a store that's behind the bars. Like, you know, it's there. Uh, you've never seen a single customer in there and you've never seen someone ride a bike because they would immediately get mugged and murdered. But you've, you've seen them. They're not a completely foreign concept. And I think, honestly, if you didn't know what a bicycle was, it'd be a pretty quick thing to go like, oh, it's a motorcycle without an engine. Like, I can I can get behind that. It's a self-propelled, dual-wheeled transportation device. Excellent. We will take one, two, three, four, five. The bird doesn't need a bike, right? now. five of them. Five is good. Five is good. Bird can fly. Uh, I have a quick question about Toby because I realized I was trying to picture this in my head. Does Toby just flap or does Toby have like a little Batman turbine in his butt that helps him go fast? Or both? Yeah, yeah. I, I, every time I think about Toby, I think about uh, there's like this meme video of a person who put a rocket engine on a lawnmower and it just kind of <laughs> goes through the sky like the, <laughs> So he, I think he uses the wings to glide around, but he has like an engine in in the bird. An afterburner, so if it will. Yes. Right. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So everyone, we're going to need to collect these uh, bicycles, uh, and then we're going to need to hit the road. Uh, Morgan, you appear to know this neighborhood better than anyone else, so we're going to have to ask you to take lead. Costcar's lip just draws into a thin line behind him. Costcar. Once we get closer to the Inquisitorial Fortress, we'll obviously have to pass back to you because you admitted you did not know this neighborhood as well as elsewhere. She grows three inches, uh, puffs out her chest, and nods as, of course, Lord Inquisitor. Fabulous. Uh, Sir, may I have a word in private? Yes. Uh, And then Valentine (laughs) will take him back over by the drill that I think they probably wedged into the hole. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Some sort of barrier, yeah. What's your, what is it, Colonel? Uh, I, uh, I don't know how to ride a bike, sir. Well? 
I've never driven something what hasn't got its own motor. Well, I they're... hardly ever drive anything. I get driven places and kill things. But we'll have to see what's upstairs. They may have what they call a tricycle, which has uh, an additional third wheel that assists oh, with balance, or three wheels or more. <laughs> well, let me just doesn't get how it works. There's also a possibility of uh, a bicycle with a uh, what it want with four wheels, where they put training wheels on the back to balance. So we'll see what's upstairs. Otherwise, worst case scenario, Eli looks very strong, so we can have you ride on the back of Eli's bike. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's fine then. As long as as long as I can ride something, then that's fine. Yes, we'll sort this out. You know, I won't leave you behind. Oh well, thank you, sir. All right, let's go upstairs. Let's find bikes. If anyone sees a tricycle or something with training wheels, please flag that for my colonel here. Otherwise, Eli, he's riding with you. Oh. And Eli just launches into the principles of like the gyroscopic effect and why like it's really easy to just like propel the wheels. You'll stay up. It's fine. Like that Valentine puts a hand on Atticus's shoulder and he leans in and he's like, you don't need to understand the math. I don't either. Secretly, I don't think he does. <laughs> Sounds like he's bragging. Morgan's going to look for one of those bikes that has two seats that's just longer. With a, the tandem, extra tandem bike? a tandem bike. <laughs> Looking for that. Gonna All right. Him. So I've been thinking about this as you've been describing this uh, this this dilemma. After my heart finished melting and then uh, regrowing three times the size it was previously uh, at that adorable scene, I've been thinking about this. I think what I want is uh, I think I need a roll to see what we find in the bike shop. <laughs> Um, because, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Maddie Matt had some, some secret doings afoot, uh, which means he probably hasn't been keeping up on his bicycle maintenance. Um, so I think if, uh, Morgan, you said you're doing it. So I think we're going to say, uh, you're doing it. Um, also Valentine kind of ordered everyone to do it. So I think he's helping, but not doing necessarily. Valentine's watching the windows. He's probably the most perception-y of the party, so he's going to watch for hostile actors while they do that shit. Yeah, right. And uh, um, and Eli really doesn't want to carry Atticus around, so I have a talent called Emperor's Blessing, and once per session I can add two boosts to anyone's skill check, so I'd like to give that I'd like to give that to Morgan for this. That's spectacular. So I think we'll, we'll assume that uh, the way that actually plays Eli is you're doing um, for lack of a better term, the angry dad looks for something where you're oh, just like yeah. sweeping boxes off walls and like turning things oh, upside 100%. down. And, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, okay. So Morgan, um, I'm going to give you an option on this one. Cause you know, that's, that's how I do. Um, you can either go with uh, perception mm -hmm. or you can go with streetwise. Well, they are exactly the same. Let's call it so streetwise. My, my my cunning, <laughs> perceptive streetwiseness is what I will use in this role. Yeah, let's see. Nice. Hang on. Let, let me just uh, uh, see I what see page of the Genesis the book. Yeah, uh, I was say, <laughs> roll to see the streets. <laughs> <laughs> My God, these streets have no names. Where these streets have no names. Uh, what is the difficulty? Uh, difficulty. So you're looking for some specific stuff. Uh, you mm -hmm. did mention a tandem bicycle, which I could not find in the city I live in, in a non-40K hellscape universe. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go ahead and say. <laughs> yeah. And everyone in 40K is so cooperative too. Yeah. They, they love that shit. That's why it's a conversation piece. It's, it's to, like to be a, clear, regular people in 40K are fine. We don't tell stories about them. <laughs> There's a and bunch the, of people just literally running farms and like well, going into I new data entry. They do nice. <laughs> Dear diary, today I fed the cows. Yeah. <laughs> it's the just like rocks were so hungry today. I'm going to miss little Stevie when he grows up to be meat. Honestly, people don't talk about this stuff. Angela's ashes is set in the 40K universe. Like it just, it doesn't come up because space Marines don't fucking show up. But like, trust me, as yeah, long as there's no follow up questions. St. Angela's ashes. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> that's where the, the Evangelion Crusade came from. It started in Ireland. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Morgan, we're in terms of difficulty. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say three. I think. 
Um, it is a bike shop, so there's stuff around. It'd be weird if this was uh, impossible. Uh, I will not surprise you to know I'm not going to burn a story point on whether or not you find the bikes. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you, so so you get two boosts from Eli's, uh, yep, yep, from from, um, his mad scouring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you another boost for Toby. I feel like you're looking with with four sets of, or no, two sets of eyes or four completely different eyes. Correct. Uh, Six if you count your contact lenses, like kids used to yell at people on the playground. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So you got some some good eyes on stuff. Um, Yeah, I think that's. It for that. Okay, Unless and I'm gonna to let no anything. story point for me either because in Morgan's mind, not her funeral, not her problem. If we don't, <laughs> well, I'll try. But she knows how to ride a bike. Yeah. Good luck. She knows how to run away while other people fail to ride bikes. Is I think <laughs> the zombie tactic, you know? Okay, so here we go. Oof, just squeaked by one success for advantages. Mm. I mean, you should have had Toby do it based on the way. <laughs> Honest, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. My stats uh, are better, but Toby's <laughs> lucky. Okay. Well, I mean, I've got bad news for Eli, but good news for the listening audience. Uh, you do not find a tandem bicycle in the grim darkness of the future where there are only individual bikes. Um, you find parts, I think with one success, like you, you find enough bikes for all of, uh, for like the, the basically you have enough bikes for the bad plan. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to spend some time, you could tool up a bike to have training wheels, uh, to help Atticus ride his own bike, but you'll have to like spend some time putting that together. We have no time for this shit. Well, Eli, you look strong. Prove me right. Everyone else onto a bike. Uh, Atticus, you ride with Eli. Let's do this. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So as uh, Valentine and Morgan and uh, Kasker, uh, uh, Kotsker rather, um, mount up their bikes, uh, Atticus and Eli, how how do you want to do this? So right. do you want to get on first or? No. Or so we got see these two little spokes that are coming out of the front wheel. You, yeah. you 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 put you put your feet on that. So throw your leg over. You're you're gonna be in front of the seat. I'm gonna be on the seat. Right. You're gonna be standing on the wheels, but in front of me because you're right. short, so I can look over you. Oh well. Oh, oh all right. All right. Uh, here I go. Okay. I'll try and climb on and. Yeah, I'm gonna need coordination <sighs> and agility from you there, Atticus. You got it. Best skill I've got in the game. And uh, Eli, <laughs> what is Christ. your brawn? Uh, my brawn is five. Brawn is five. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say uh, difficulty of two. And mm-hmm. you can take three boost from uh, uh, Eli's brawn as Eli holds this bike steady for you to try and uh, mount. Excellent. I am going to roll. I have two green. <laughs> there are story points available. Two successes. That's all I needed. <laughs> yeah. One for each foot. Okay, so uh, improbably, uh, Atticus, you you get up on there. Here's what I need to know before we we describe kind of uh, you're riding it. What are you doing with the arm? The arm is in constant motion compensating as it leans one way and then the other. So his hand is out in front of him uh, and it's just constantly kind of, he's basically just waving at no one, but erratically... <laughs> And in sometimes small movements, sometimes keep big sti- swings keeps, to the other side. Just keep still. I will do the balancing. Uh, you it, just, it, your job is to not move. I don't think you understand Every tiny how heavy this is. makes this so much more difficult. Then I, so, so Addicts is like, all right, all right, fine. And he'll just freeze with his arm on one side of his body. All right, Eli, I need a... Uh, Jesus Christ. I think at this point it's... Yeah, let's go coordination agility. You've said you can keep okay. it steady. How steady can you keep this? Atticus, what is your brawn? My brawn is six. Six. It is okay. illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know how uh, hard and fast I stick by the home rule set that we've been using this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, 
So I'm going to say this is a difficulty of four. Uh, Hot damn. Two setback. Uh, I'm doing the same rules I did for your damn. previous role of, of keeping them up, but that that arm is 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 heavy and uh, and bad, uh, and you've never ridden a bike with you know a motorcycle's worth of weight uh, on the front or however the fuck much a, uh, a power fist is. Why did I? Oh, why did I yeah. waste that emperor's blessing? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good question, Eli. That's one to that's one to grow on. Um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna give you a boost for uh, tenacious grit. Um, Eli is convinced he can do this. He is not going to let this, this happen. Um, otherwise I, I don't, there's not much else on, on my end. Um, I'm spending, I'm spending a story point just like for like desperation for this to be over with. Yep. Like I just, I want, I'm, I just want to get there so freaking fast. Two big, strong guys on one bike. Right. Uh, let's just roll, see what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. circus, old-timey <laughs> circus strongmen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Uh-oh. laughs> uh, one threat is the result. You fuck this up. <laughs> Abacus threatens. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, the only Eli... The fuck this up is you! I'm imagining this is, yeah, just, just full-on, like... Uh, uh, I think the bike is slightly too small for both of you as well. So there's just some like knees up and arm arms up, um, and you're you're tottering like crazy. But through just sheer like anger, you manage to keep like it's not a steady ride. If he was waving his arm back and forth to stabilize, this would be so much easier. But you'll be good, goddamned, if you're going to change your mind. So it's just like you know um, Valentine, Costco, like Morgan, and then just like wobble train. Um, kind of like rolling along in the middle. Um, I and, am uh, sworn to protect the Inquisitor. Pedal faster, Eli. He's literally gritting his teeth together because he's not sure what, what will come out. <laughs> if something happens to him and I can't help him because I'm wobbling back and forth back here with you. I swear the Emperor protects protects the emperor protects like uh morgan you and valentine are about a meter and a half up ahead uh having a great ride uh these these bikes are actually really good um what uh what are the so uh valentine i assume you're still on the lookout yes valentine would be watching but he would also be talking so i understand that there was a psyker who was once part of your party who had visions about the emperor being torn from the throne tell me about this psyker I understand you want information, but it, it is imperative that I focus. Uh, otherwise, when the as like shots are ringing out <laughs> above us into random tides, it's not the time for talking. Well, I, I mean, it's very much the time for talking because if you die and Eli dies, then I have nothing, and the Emperor dies. So prioritizing conversation moves up a little bit. <sighs> Deepest. Sigh of, all right, going to have to turn off half of her brain to watch through Toby and drive them and have to talk to this man. So it's like she she tries to click into the other. Oh, all right. I see you liking to talk. All right. Fine. What cycle are you looking for? So many cycles down here in the hive. They're left and right everywhere. What are you specifically looking for? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, your resident producer with Dum Dums and Dice, and I also voice characters that you've heard, and I GM season two, and I am here to invite you to help support us producing this show and all of our other shows through our Patreon for Dum Dums and Dice. You can go to patreon.com slash dice and support us today, and it makes a world of difference. Plus, if you join, you get exciting things. We have a fan-exclusive Discord. We do weekly tableside video chats. You get advanced access to episodes and the videos before the rest of the public do. You can submit names for places, people, and things that pop up in the shows. You can create your own NPCs that interact with our parties on an ongoing basis. You can get special thank yous. Heck, if you if you want, we can even do one-shot adventures with you or start up a series with you. Just patreon.com slash dice. Please support us today. It will save us from a grim, dark future so we can keep making a show for you in a grim, dark future. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. So Morgan, are you purposely trying to keep them talking long enough that you survive? Or are you... So you feel like, like I have the character information that you as a player don't have. So I'm right. happy to step in if it's if you're not trying to uh, obfuscate. Um, that's a word, right? Uh, if you're not, thank you. That's the one. Uh, what Tyler said, if you're not trying to that the truth, um, then uh, happy to let this play out. Or if you would tell him what he needs to know so that he'll like bring you on, on board, I'm happy to, to step in with that. I think she's just trying to let him talk more because right. it's it really is like I have no concentration for this. But if he needs to be like babysat, I will babysit him for the time being. <laughs> the psycho has served alongside you and Inquisitor Kanehurst. Those are the psychos I need. I don't care about the city. The, the psycho that we served with, with Kanehurst. Everyone else from Kanehurst is dead. You know this, right? I'm asking about the psyche. I feel like my questions are very direct and you're moving around them and I don't care for it. <laughs> I feel like don't care for having instant conversation while we are about to die. I can get you more information, but I'm not going to be able to tell you right now. It is very interesting that you are trying to negotiate with the voice of the Emperor. So brave, so bold, so questionable on the scale of things. We did just pull you out of a bar where you were being ambushed and fired out with a heavy bolter, and now you have three specialists with you on a way off-world. I don't understand how this is worse for you than it was three minutes ago. Three minutes ago, I could hunker down and hide, and now we are out in the open on bicycles. Do not under... Once we are on inquisitorial ground, then I will answer all of your questions, and I will play nice with you. Interesting. This is going to be a tense relationship between the two of us. I hope you turn out to be as loyal as I've heard. Oh, I can hear yes. them talking, Eloy. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> oh, yes, so so very loyal. Such a such a loyal inquisitorial agent that is me and Eli, and you will see it soon enough. He's already like started parking back. He's just he's done with this lady. <laughs> She's full of shit. <laughs> um at that moment you hear just a massive explosion in the distance behind you as uh the clon wing goes up in a, a ball of flame. You don't have to have a reaction to it, it's just what happens. Um Eli Eli grunts and that's that's it. For Valentine, it's just another explosion in a big city. <laughs> Um, okay, so what I need uh, collectively uh, from you is we're basically, we're going to see if the party manages to make it back to Hearthold without uh, further entanglement, as it were. Cool. Um, so it sounds like you're going for speed 
and avoidance rather than stealth. Like you're not mm-hmm. like taking your time. It's like let's get back as fast as humanly possible. You're exposed. Um, Morgan is leading the way and has clearly established like being out in the open is her nightmare. Correct. So it sounds like speed over stealth. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it feels we're, fair. we're on bicycles. It's not very stealthy. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. If only we hadn't put that trading card in our wheel no. spokes. Um, okay, so all right, I'm gonna get everyone to roll this one. Ooh, fun! And then Excited. we're gonna see what the net is collectively to see kind of whether we we breach the threshold of the uh, the score that I've got here. Um, okay. So I will take either athletics or coordination um, for this. Um, I'm going to say for Atticus. Well, Atticus, you don't need to roll actually because you're just sitting on handlebars, so you're you're in the clear. You're fine. Um, <laughs> Valentine, um, you are not going to get a. I'm going to give a setback. Sorry, this is an easier way to say this. I'm going to give a setback to Morgan and Eli for being kind mm-hmm. of tired. You came from like a firefight hostage scenario after running the bar all night, so yep. you're you're a little tuckered out. Uh, Valentine, you're not. Um, you know, you managed to rest up a bit and drink some caffeine back when you were uh, on base, so you're good. So you don't need to worry about that setback. Um, uh, Eli, you definitely get um, a setback for Atticus uh, being on the handlebars. Okay. Morgan, I'm going to give you a setback because you're also navigating. Mm-hmm. Um, Valentine, I'm going to give you a boost because you established that you're constantly looking for uh, threats. And I'll give everyone one boost from Atticus. Not having to bike means he's actively looking for threats as well. Nice. Okay. What's our difficulty? Um, The difficulty, uh, there are uh, four of you, so the difficulty will be four. All right. Cool. Have at it. Three points. Story point wise, um, we are sitting at um, one and four in my favor. Oof. Who needs I already, it? I already rolled and it's a wash. Okay. Well, if, not, if it's okay, I guess I'll take it because I'm on point. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Would prefer to not be, but that's where we're at. Okay. Hmm. I suppose I'll roll. Okay. I got two successes, two advantages. Two successes, two advantages for Valentine. Hey. All right. Excellent. Uh, you guys are on the nose. Uh, so good work. Um, so with your your combined uh, kind of like between Morgan's knowledge uh, Kotzker's knowledge of, of the neighborhoods, um, using Toby, uh, Valentine, you just kind of keeping your eyes open, um, Atticus, you keeping eyes open, you're able to uh, avoid kind of the rest of the chaos. There are uh, other ambushes happening throughout the city as we established. So occasionally you do see people running to and fro, uh, but no one is actively chasing you because no one really, like you were never a target specifically aside from when yeah. your, your like transport got blown over. Other than that, like no one's really looking for you specifically. You're just exposed uh, and out there. Um, so improbably, uh, the uh, uh, the inquisitorial party bikes home, uh, which is just such a fucking absurd image in my head of like you know a commissar cape like flick, you know flapping out behind a bike, um, and you know like Atticus on the handlebars like he's fucking ET. Um, but damn it. Uh, you know, you you make it work. And uh, sure enough, the retinue um, returns to within sight of, of uh, Harthold. And as soon as you get anywhere near there, it's just like troopers fucking rushing out, um, covering you, uh, you know, like rushing you back inside uh, the safety of the walls. Um, sure enough, there have been a number of reports of violence uh, breaking out throughout the city. Obviously, your, your vehicle um, uh, flipping over was uh, noticed. And, uh, um, you know, set off a lot of alarms. Um, so they're very, very happy to see you. Um, you are, of course, uh, greeted uh, by Lyriel Asher, uh, who rushes out after uh, the troopers um, and uh, just kind of says, Ah, yes, in- Inquisitor Valentine, welcome back to Hearthold. Uh, 
I'm very glad to see you and your companions are alive. Interesting method of transport you have, but got the job done. Yes, there are so many surprising things. I was wondering, in this facility, do you have any uh, soundproof interrogation cells that are side by side? Oh, yes. Oh, wonderful. I would like to preserve two of them immediately, and I would like to place you wait, and ex- you under excuse- arrest. Wait, wait. Into the uh, cells. Excuse me. <sighs> and he'd just like to wave to get started. Oh, yeah. No, they're already there. Like, the minute you yeah, say, yeah, um, but Morgan Dan- and, and Eli, you can still have your, your reaction uh, to this. Yes, just I, I want expected. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that, like, the stem is probably worn off by now. <laughs> so I'm probably just in, like, quite a depressive drunk phase. You did a lot of, you did a lot of pedaling, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I think it's just, well, you, it's only fair you let me sleep off this, sleep this, sleep this off first. God. You are a heavy man. Ugh. Uh, and with I that... Know. Um, the stormtroopers kind of like link arms with you and, uh, drag, uh, Morgan and Eli off. Toby is, um, just like put in a box, <laughs> just like latch it. Um, and, uh, um, uh, you hear the, the steward, uh, Asher just kind of, um, sigh under his breath and, uh, just say, oh, I suspect Inquisitor's going to do terrible things to them in Auntie's room. Um, and he kind of like notices that he said that out loud. And he says, oh, you'll, you'll have to forgive me. Uh, many of the soundproofed interrogation rooms are formerly beloved rooms of my childhood. Well, I'll, I'll leave you to it. I suspect you'll want to prepare your methods. Uh, we have your, uh, and he like, gestures across the gardens to your, kind of like your, we established a kind of a command trailer set up um so uh, to your mobile command center so you, you can rest up there before you do the interrogation um we're gonna say like morgan and eli have been again like secreted away somewhere safe there's more than enough uh inquis- inquisition here so uh valentine and atticus you have a few minutes to to touch base with each other uh to kind of plan out uh what you want to do as well as uh check in with uh uh, uh, uh cloth uh your uh, your adept um, who's been running around um, uh, tracking uh, things down for you. Yes. Uh, and if there's anything else you want to do before the interrogation, uh, now is your time. Uh, Valentine would order uh, Medic to go in and make sure that they're both like not injured in some way. He's not aware of from combat. Also to get samples so he could get the genotype to prove if they're actually who they say they are. Because if he was them and it was like, I'm looking for these two people to haul out of this war zone, he'd be like, I'm one of those two people. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he's aware he could have just brought home two assholes. Um <laughs> He would also uh, make sure the bird was in custody and not damaged because he doesn't want to fuck with the bird. He likes it. He knows it matters to Morgan, but he does not need Morgan having eyes oh. and ears. Yeah, I think they put it in a roadie case and just, like yeah, put, it put the cap Perfect. on. <laughs> yeah, you put the you put the, the cap on. Yeah, yeah. The, the cap though being like instead of a you know like a like a hood, it's it's just one of those little webcam sliders. Oh. <laughs> Stick it on his face, <laughs> slide it over his eyes. So. Atticus, what did you think of those two? Well, uh, bloody terrible bicycle pilot, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> that being said, it seemed they could handle themselves in combat quite well, and, well, that's how I measure most folk, and so pretty top marks from me. Excellent, excellent. I was hoping I wouldn't have to do anything overly hostile, but Morgan was... Uh, Shall we say bucking authority on the bike and things must be established up front? Oh, really? Yes, yes. I was asking questions and she refused to answer because she decided her own priorities triumphed over mine. Hmm. Well, that Eli fellow, he was muttering mantras to the Emperor, so I like him quite a lot. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I- I was hoping Eli would be somewhat more of a blunt force because I'm going to question them. However, I feel like Morgan will be one could say a steel box that I'll get nothing out of, whereas Eli will probably not be capable of hiding how he feels and or thinks. Which is beautiful, because I don't care for torture. As you know, chipper feelings support the Emperor, all other feelings support elsewhere, which is blasphemy. So I need people to remain as happy as possible during the whole interrogation process. I don't understand this torture. It feels like we're working for the other side. Right, right. I I never saw much torture myself, sir. Normally, uh... Just killing, you know, uh, 
would you like me to kill uh, Morgan for you if she's not going to give you information or... Well, I don't want to commit to that in advance, but we're not going to rule it out either, because as we know, our mission is more important than any one individual. So our plan will be to interrogate Eli and find out what Eli knows, and then use Morgan as a form of corroboration, because once we know what Eli says, we'll also know if Morgan is lying. Useful. They strike me as many things, but not as prepared for an interrogation as most criminals might actively be. Right. Are we... Are we going to share with them the, you know, the the thing that you know is going, might happen? I, I don't want if to say br- it out loud. If we are bringing them on board the ship with us, yes. Yes, I fully intend to make clear our purpose and our goal. Oh, oh, all right, sir. Trust your judgment. Excellent. Now, we need to check in with Trisaeus before we go speak with them in case there's something else he's uncovered about this psyche or something that... We could use as proof that they're telling us what they know instead of either making things up or concealing things. Uh, any of the psychers' uh, personal effects, maybe? That is a very good idea. Let's see what we can find. Uh, and he'll just do whatever the, the his mobile command center thing is like, ringing the bell for somebody to come to it the desk. It could just be a bell. I think uh, there, <laughs> there's enough people standing by nearby. Um, and uh, sure enough, uh, Chaseus, um, uh arrives quickly, looking like slightly flustered, clearly in, in the middle of things, but also overjoyed uh, uh, to see uh, the two of you. Um, and uh, just says, ah, Inquisitor, you have returned uh, in one piece. This is good news. I am uh, very glad to see you not dead. Uh, after all, I do not want to inherit your ship so soon. <laughs> uh, what can I do for you? Yes, we're wondering if you'd found anything further about that psyker or anything about them that we could use to confirm the identities of the two people that we've uncovered. So far, the Emperor said we've traded three stormtroopers for something that'll further the case and keep him alive. Net gain! And, he, like, he stops for a second, his eyes roll up into his head and says, Ah, oh, yes, that math, it uh, checks out for me as well. Uh, I think that is a uh, good trade. Yes, uh, Deverum Narl uh, is the psycher. We are uh, looking to uh, find out more information on Yes, uh, According to uh, the admittedly somewhat spotty records of uh, uh, Inquisitor Kanehurst, I do not mean to... Uh, speak ill of the dead, but he kept uh, shitty records. Uh, but uh, Monsieur Narl, the, uh, the psychar, uh, did not seem to actually serve on uh, any missions with uh, Morgan Rawls or uh, Eli Sharp. They were, uh, how you say, uh, off the case by the time... Uh, uh, well, I mean, generally, they were off the case. They were not uh, used too much by, by Kane Harst. In fact, uh, it would seem that... Uh, he really only used each of them in one action uh, in his in his time, according to uh, the records I have read. Uh, but uh, Narl, uh, even if they did not serve with him, he was uh, a member of the retinue uh, at, at the time they were both activated. So they may know of him. They, they may have seen him. Uh, he was known for having a a, a shock of uh, of, of, of uh, silver white hair um, just over his uh, left eye. Uh, and the eye itself uh, had a uh, purple iris uh, from the uh, the effects of the warp. Uh, shortly, even if he was, you know, standing off to the left somewhere or, you know, uh, nearby, maybe stirring a pot uh, in the kitchen or something, I suspect they would remember him, you know. Plus, uh, his hair, it was always uh, somewhat spiked uh, from, from the energies he channeled. Uh, he had a bit of a manic look to him. Uh, yeah, honestly, according to the records, I would say he looked kind of like a uh, fucked up exclamation mark, you know? So uh, they would remember him, yes? Uh, this is a very visually arresting man. Excellent. We believe he is alive, we just don't know where he is, correct? Uh, according to our records, he is uh, very much dead, uh, along with uh, the Inquisitor and uh, the, their party, but... Uh, you know, my, my hope for you, uh, my hope for us, I guess, if I'm uh, part of the retinue now, is that uh, if we can uh, at least find uh, the lost Inquisitor Kanehurst ship, uh, perhaps we can, uh, you know, check uh, the records. Uh, maybe there uh, an auto seance, perhaps, uh, for, for Narl, something that can give us some sense of, uh, of the man and what he may have known. But no, we, we as I understand, and as our records suggest, uh, the entire retinue of Inquisitor Kanehurst uh, they are dead. They are missing. Uh, they have been gone for, for some time. Uh, but um, if anyone would uh, be able to perhaps lead us to this ship, 
my guess would be uh, it is this uh, Morgan Rawls or this uh, Eli Sharp, whether they know it or not. Uh, inquisitors often, well, I mean, I don't need to tell you, often leave uh, some secret ways, you know, for uh, the retinue to find them in times of great need. Uh, they may not be aware they have these means, but, uh, you know, and he just kind of like looks to the bevy of kind of mean-looking tools around, and he's just like, uh, there are many ways, uh, as I understand, to to get such information, yes? Excellent. Well, thank you for this update. Tremendously useful. I forgot the Zyka was dead. Long day. Uh, we're going to go and speak with these two now and confirm that they are, A, who they say they are, and actually have information that's useful to us. Uh, yes, well, uh, good luck with that. Uh, when you are done, when you have... Uh, Found out the information you need. Uh, we are getting your ship ready. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, my Lord Inquisitor would like to have a word with you about uh, the uh, Mechanicus Magi that uh, he believes may have some uh, utility for you on the mission. Wonderful. Wonderful news. Everything is coming up, Emperor. It's a good day. It's a very good day. Uh, and he'll just be like <laughs> whistling chipperly as he walks through the torture garden to the interrogation cells. Atticus, anything you would have said or done during that uh, that encounter? Uh, mm, no, probably just again waiting to take his cues from the Inquisitor. And as if you know, when Valentine whistles a jaunty tune and walks away, uh, Atticus will follow shortly behind him with just a little bit of a hop in his step. Uh, yeah, right behind him. Great. Um, so Morgan. Uh, in your, you know, you, you see that the bird is, is that you see Toby is, um, you know, secreted away, (laughs) but like, he's fine. Uh, you know, it's not, a. they, they weren't mean to him. And I think you probably noticed that, that Valentine in giving his orders is very clear that like, don't fuck with the bird, which I think (laughs) does provide you uh, some sense of relief, not necessarily in like a, Oh, he cares, but in like a, Oh good. The bird isn't destroyed, but it also makes you like somewhat more inclined to trust him because he at least acknowledges the value of of something, which is like not all inquisitors would. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's something. Um, The cell you're in is uh, a very well appointed um, bedroom, or at least it was, um, the, the, the finery in here is such that you've, you know, never really seen, um, it's, it literally like the wealth required to furnish this room, uh, is more than like your, your town would have had, uh, you know, pre-cult back in the day. Um, so it is a fancy fucking room. Like I'm thinking, you know, like Bridgerton level opulence mm-hmm. and excess. Uh, however, it has also been used as an interrogation room for some time uh, mm-hmm. with very little regard to cleaning it up <laughs> afterwards and very little regard to properly converting it. So like, despite the fact that there's a fancy four corner four poster bed with like a four post bed with like, you know, drapery around it, like all that's kind of vaguely uh, uh, the brownish red of blood now from various <laughs> spray and, and spatter there. There's like a, just a full on like, um, you know, uh, there's a chair that's been knocked over that's like uh, used to be fine velvet that's like worn through and has like deep gouges in it. Um, there's just a lot of signals to you that this this room is is obviously a, a bad news room. Um, Eli has been secreted away to another room. Um, would you have said anything to him before you were pulled into your cell? I, no, I think she would have given him a pointed look while he was grumbling, pretty much, is all is all it is. It's like, right. Eli's gonna Eli. There's nothing she can do. <laughs> On that note, Eli, is there anything you would have Eli'd before you were uh, whisked away to your room? Uh, mm, no. <laughs> like, no. Fair enough. No, he's just mumbling, grumbling. You know, let me just sleep just for, God, just for a bit. <laughs> oh. All right. And with that, you're in, in a just a, a cloud of sweat out booze. Uh, you are, are swept away into uh, into your room. Um, so uh, you are left alone with your thoughts uh, for a few moments. 
Well, um, I have I have a question. Or, yeah, yeah, go for it. This is um, would she have been searched for weapons, and or is there a system to search for weapons in this room she was put in? Because <laughs> these are two different things. Hmm. Uh, yes, you would have. I think been like power frisked by about four different people. Hmm. Like quickly giving you like a like a a fairly vicious pat down. Um, All right. I, in in the specific terms, y- you need to do checks to tell that she has weapons. <laughs> on her <laughs> currently so if you want to put it all in one check or however you want to do, do it I really okay because <laughs> if it's if it was like a machine or something that could tell that would probably just instantly find it but if it's people patting her down or whatever they're it's, yeah it's, it's hidden it's weapons a, it's nice. a quick pat down um you get the sense there will probably be another one before the inquisitor is like put in a box with you but mm-hmm. this is just one of those overwhelming force areas and the stormtroopers are expendable enough that you get the sense that if you still have something after this pat down and you manage to shoot your way out, 20 people will just gun you down and you'll probably kill two, but they kind of don't care. Um, But yeah, give me, uh, give me your, your, your stats, please. Let me see. So one of them is a four difficulty perception check. So one of the weapons. And then the other weapon is, oh, any perception check to detect it adds three setback okay cool so i'm gonna go ahead with nice. the first one uh they get a bunch of boosts because they're doing this there's a bunch of them doing it um all right. for flavor anyway no no i like it i like it it's a tremendously weird skill ah uh, man <laughs> i mean hmm, this is interesting eight successes so oh, yeah me. they all right they find Ooh. it real good um okay. but i do have one threat so we'll add that right. to the setback clock on the next uh the next roll mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. so for your which which weapon is the the one that the has one the force that, of- the one with the the setback is a gun the one that they found first that was the four difficulty mm-hmm. is actually her gloves on her arms are electrocution oh. gloves <laughs> so Fair she has enough. no gloves now <laughs> oh and God. then the other one is a is a gun that is a small gun in a hidden holster hmm so it okay. gives three setback. Uh, so I'm bumping that up to four uh, because of the the threat. That said, this one won't be four difficulty because it's not, or will it be four difficulty? It's just a it's just a check to perceive it. It so doesn't say what check? difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah so probably gotcha. average check. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Seven advantages, four failures. Um, <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> not gonna i'm not saying i'm gonna use it i'm just saying it's there maybe did you find any glove yeah any guns no i was looking for electric clothes <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think maybe that is it in in taking the gloves off off you it buys you time to like kick the gun away from you hmm. um <gasps> and they uh Tyler? she now you see me to it just all around yes! and shit yes oh. exactly Elsa no, Fisher sorry. walks by, gets it, or whoever. Yeah, it's, yeah it's she just bad. took off the gloves really slow and sultry, like, <laughs> and was like making a big show out of it, and then whoop the gun. <laughs> yep. Um, quick so- little tease before being interrogated. <laughs> hey, you know. Look, you, you like what you see? What's this now? You already all have your hands all over me. It doesn't matter at this point. Uh, there's a special kind of flustered uh, that comes to Imperial stormtroopers whose lives are literally be the wall that takes the bullet before the anyone related to the Inquisition does. Um, so yeah, they're they're sufficiently uh, distracted that you're able to like just kick the gun away. Um, and there's uh, sultry wrist action now with the gloves off. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I think they're also just like fascinated by like this isn't normally what we pull off of people. Like, cool. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's sultry wrist action. Um, you know, just Bollywood style. You're just like giving proper like wrist rolls. Um, they're all distracted. You now you see me to the the gun away, um, and then as you you start to move back towards the um, uh, the room, I think you're able to just boot it, boot the gun into the room. Uh, that said, they have seven advantage, so I'm gonna say, um, yeah, okay. Uh, what kind of gun is it, Dell? Like, what's the the it power source is, of the gun? Is it slugger it is or, a, or it's a last pistol? But it's a hot shot, so it's a one cartridge last mm. pistol hot shot. Okay, that's funny because I cool. was going to take it down to one shot. Um, we'll say that the uh, the gun and the hot shot 
um, like the the hotshot gets knocked out of the gun. Mm, so it's um, separate. It's in the room somewhere, but you didn't see where it went. So right. it's in there. The gun you're able to immediately pocket again, but the mm, you have to actually physically the search ammo. the room uh, for the the ammo. Uh, which you would have no trouble doing, uh, except almost immediately after you're you're thrown into this room, um, you you hear a, uh, a the an odd sound of of clicking uh, outside, um, and uh, almost footsteps, but uh, clicking footsteps, um, and uh, the door opens uh, to reveal uh, a smell, uh, a heavy musky scent. Um, that just kind of washes over you uh, like a smelly tide. Uh, and standing there um, on uh, cloven hooves um, in a uh, a very, very worn uh, velvet coat that would have once been very, very fine um, with kind of uh, vaguely bestial features and a tiny little like parsonet on the bottom of his nose, um, two cracked off horns um, holding a clipboard is Thaddeus Thunderhorn, your doctor. Wait, what? This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter as Eli Sharp, Del Borovic at Del Tastic on Twitter as Morgan Rawls, and our game master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chief Spy Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, they're always ready. Now I'm gonna... (laughs) I'm gonna open the door. Okay. And we're gonna look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay, okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to, yep. we're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> 
You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. Like a party? (laughs) Like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is back upright. All the drawers are back inside. But now it is next to the window and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now. 